Welcome back, fans of the San Pedro FIFA League. This is episode 5, hosted by yours truly, George Tello. And on this episode, we are going to discuss the hot 5 on SoFIFA.com. Now, for whatever reason, these 5 guys are in the top 5 as far as clicks onto their pers- uh, on the player profile on the website. Now, we'll discuss why. Maybe there's some interesting stats for each of these players. And I will not be discussing, just for you managers who have these players, whether they're on your team or not, um, because that's not part of it. They're just the hot five. And if your your player seems to make this, this has literally nothing to do with me. This is just an easy brand of news for me to bring you about what Sofifa has been doing. And since it's a website we all use to... um, Uh, in a sense you use it for stats uh, as far as how our players overall goes I figured it'd be a cool thing to add into the podcast the second thing I'm discussing power rankings for teams now that we've had our first tournament we have our first look on who is the hottest 10 teams in the league at the moment since there's no league record well it looks like the tournament's going to be able to write our first power rankings for us I'm going to discuss that discuss who I think will move up and we'll get all into that on this episode the San Pedro FIFA League podcast and for the record guys in the future you guys can send me songs that you want to hear at least for you anchor listeners you can hear a FIFA song before every or after every intro if there's one that you want to hear let me know I'll gladly think about playing it there's no guarantees but hey you know I'll definitely listen in on it let's get to it all right so by the way, if no one remembers that song in FIFA, I'm a little disappointed in you. That's one of the most OG FIFA songs ever. Um, if you don't know what that is, that's Club Foot by Casaban, and it's honestly one of the original FIFA songs that you know it started made, making you fall in love with the music's, uh, you know, the music or the soundtracks rather in the game. All right, let's get to the top five or the hot five, as I like to call it. Uh, it's even under a tag called the hot players at the time. Um, let's get quickly to it. Moise Keane is number five on this list at the current moment. He's obviously a striker from Juventus. Um, he's only 18 years old, but he's obviously been pouring in the goals in real life. Uh, that's what put him on this list. Now he's only a 73 overall at the moment, but he's got an 87 potential, and I'm sure his online inform has got to be really good. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think I could check that on the Sofiva list, but it doesn't matter. We all know Moise Keane. Our Moise Keane is on fire in real life. Um, quickly, his stats though right now, he has his top four stats for the moment for me. Uh, he's got 79 sprint speed. We expect that to come up. Uh, you know, acceleration 75, agility 75, and dribbling 75. Um, you know, at, at some point he's going to be a, the starting striker for Juventus. Uh, and some actually expect him to play against Ajax in the midweek game. Uh, mostly because it doesn't look like Mandzukic uh, is going to be able to continue to handle that workload as he gets older. But if we don't see him in that first half against Ajax, he definitely will play in the second half. Um, Matt Clark from Portsmouth. He's a center back. He's number four on the list. Uh, he's a left footer. He's six foot two. Now, it's only a 70 potential. He's only 21. But he's got an 83 po- uh, potential, excuse me. 70 overall at the moment, 83 potential. Um, he does have an 87 strength. Now, that's pretty damn good. Um, he's been in good form from what I've seen. Um, and, uh, his aggressiveness is a 78. He's obviously been able to, you know, do what he's having to do. Uh, and guess what? You make this list because people are interested in you or you look funny and you're a meme. 
So, you know, I couldn't find really anything on him, but hey, Matt Clark's doing his thing. Number three is John Bamba or Jonathan Bamba. He's a right footer. He's a 77 overall. He's got an 86 potential. He only plays left mid, but if you look at the SoFIFA, he could play right mid as well. Um, he's got some pretty good stats. He's only 22. I believe he plays for Lille. Um, listen, he's got 88 acceleration, 87 sprint speed, and 83 dribbling, and his ball control is an 82. Uh, remember that name. I think he's going to be a very good player. I'm not sure anyone even has him, uh, but... Hey, if you're trying to build your team up, this is a good way to start because he's only 22. Now, I know these next two guys are on a team, but I'm like I said, I'm following this hot five protocol. Jao Felix, the right footer, center forward, he play left mid. Uh, he's a 76 overall. He is a 89 potential, and the 19-year-old has been killing it for Benfica. Um, in real life, he's been doing one hell of a job, and obviously one more season of that, and he's going to head to a top club. He obviously has that massive $120 million release clause. I don't know if he's worth that. I think that's just the worth of his deal and marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but he does have the flair trait uh, when you are playing with him. And uh, he has some solid stats, 81 stamina, 81 dribbling. He's got 84 agility and 83 sprint speed. So he's got some solid attributes for a 19-year-old. And uh, look out for him. He's been able to pop some goals in. We'll see if he continues that. Uh, as he goes forward, I believe he had a hat-trick in the Europa League. Um, you know, if he runs an Arsenal, though, uh, he won't be doing that. <laughs> um, all kidding aside, the last one, number one, Nicolas Pepe. I know what team he's on. I think a few of us know which team he's on. He does have the finesse shot trait. Um, he's an 81 overall with 89 potential. I don't think he'll get to the 89 potential, um, but he'll still be a very good player when all said and done. Um, he is a lefty. He's 23 years old. He can play the all of the right wing. Uh, that includes right mid and striker position. He's obviously lightning fast to make number one on the list. 90 acceleration, 91 sprint speed. He's got 87 dribbling and 82 ball control. Guys, that's the who's hot FIFA list. It's a very quick five minutes I thought I'd spend with you guys talking about the five hottest players on the SoFIFA website under that hot tab. Go and check it out. If you don't believe me, when they do their next update, I will bring you guys the next Hot 5. Thank you, guys. And next is the Power Rankings. So stay with me. We'll be right back. Okay, yeah, sorry. I wanted to take a little break in recording there so that you guys can understand the difference in what the uh, segments were. Now on to the Power Rankings. Now, guys, this is a quick pod. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys two. I uh, also wanted to drop my first Power Rankings for the teams. I thought it was an appropriate time. Um... Let's go right to it. I'm just ranking the top 10 teams right now at the moment. Obviously, if some of these guys are in D2, whether you're in D1, it doesn't matter for this power ranking. Um, it, it'll definitely change because if you end up playing D2 opponents, I don't know if that is the same level of competition as D1. And frankly, honestly, it's, it's, it's not the same type of struggle, especially this year with the lesser amount of teams in D2. I'm only kind of saying that for Madrid, who actually did make my list. Um, they're not the highest team on the list, but they're not the lowest. And they had a very good tournament, and they will be rewarded. Now, disclaimer. The toughness of your group was another indication on how I ranked you. So even if you didn't go far in the tournament, if you had a tough group, you definitely made my rankings uh, because, well, you played in that tough group. And that's all I have to go on now is this preseason tournament because it's the power rankings of right now. 
So let's get to it. Number 10 is going to be Kashima. Listen, Ryan was really good in the group stage. He had six points. He was a little bit inconsistent uh, in the sense that he, I, I feel like he should be mopping the teams he had in his group. He should have probably won his group, um, even though I did have him going second. And uh, if you listen to my podcast earlier today, um, it was very evident that I got a lot wrong. I thought Ryan would make it to the final. I thought Ryan would go really far. And that's not going to hurt Ryan as far as my power rankings. Um, I fully expected him to go past a team like Real Madrid. He just lost 1-0. I do think there's some good things to come still from this Kashima team. Still learning how to play with Hazard and Neymar together is going to be the key to hit Ryan's success going forward. And, uh, you know, he's going to probably rise up on this list. And I fully expect him to as the season goes on. Number nine, Tottenham Hotspur. Listen, Aaron had a tough group. He had the three-man group. It's not a fun thing to be a part of, especially when, you know, uh, Lyon is in your group. Um, And, you know, Aaron got through the group. Listen, he took the loss against Lyon. He didn't let it get him down. He got past uh, Atletico Madrid. And and Robert has a solid team there. He's not a team to overlook uh, by any means. And, uh, you know, he kept it pretty pretty competitive uh, with Augsburg in that round of 16 game. And, you know, to me, that earns some strife. Listen, Aaron is probably going to be inconsistent as well with Ryan. But listen, you make the top 10 of the power rankings. It doesn't hurt you going forward, right? I mean, if anything, this should give you guys some confidence. And, uh, you know, whether Tottenham stays on this list, we'll see. Like I said, first power rankings, I'm using the tournament. To number eight, Madrid definitely makes this list. Great tournament run, made the semis. Haven't seen enough from this uh, from this guy before to warrant him going further. Um, kind of like where you guys will see LAFC on this ranking, where I've seen Edison uh, in the past. We'll see. I hope Madrid stays on this list because had a great year, you know, and I hope to get to know the manager a lot better. Had a very, very uh, solid run, and if not for Chris, might have been in the final. And, uh, you know, I hope to see more from uh, the other Luis. And... Um, you know, he does have a young team. He does have a young, young team. But they do have tons of potential. I remember looking at his team for the first time and was like, whoa. And I was kind of blown away by some of the players he, you know, he has. And, um, you know, good luck to, to them in the future. But I think right now, number eight is a solid stop uh, for them. I don't think they go any higher as of right now. And we'll see when they play Tottenham and, and Kashima in the season if, if things will be different. On to number seven. If not for Chris, like I said, some of these rankings might be different, and Club America's ranking is probably there. Still learning about that team. Marcus Rashford had a great run in the, in this tournament, and uh, I look forward to seeing Marcus Rashford in the top ten scorers list this year. That's for damn sure. And maybe he's the 40-goal guy that Club America needs to kind of propel themselves into the title race. I don't know if anyone's going to get into that discussion um, unless you're, you know, the three better teams in this league, but you know, Hey, you made the top 10, you're number seven, lost five to one. Uh, if I would put, have put you higher, if you would have put up a fight, a little bit more of a fight. Um, and that's not discrediting what Serge has done over the past. He's definitely a good D one player and he's going to continue to be. And, uh, he also finished third last year. Like I said, he's, he's going to continuously be competitive. That's why he's number seven. And I expect Surge to possibly go top five the next time I do this. Andrew, number six, and Wolves. 
always a tough run-in when you have to go and play an opponent who knows you so well, and uh, both very at atrocious sides when it comes to counterattacking. And we just saw a counterattacking war blew a lead. I'm not going to punish Andrew too much for that, even though O'Brien will definitely want to make fun of me, want me to make fun of him. I'm not going to pick on Andrew too much here, um, but I would expect him to do a little bit better uh, in in holding a lead. I just I've, I've never seen that from Andrew. To be honest, he's still number six on my list. Uh, he did go out in the round of 16, but but we do know what he's capable of, and I think that warrants a just outside the top five rank. And he also had obviously had a better tournament than the other ones before him. Liverpool are just above Wolves here at number five. And Liverpool got into the quarters. If they didn't run into Augsburg, maybe played Real Madrid, they may have gone to the semis themselves and possibly into a final. We don't know because that was not the way the brackets were laid out. Uh, Augsburg, obviously, with a massive performance against Liverpool, uh, they did their job. But Liverpool had a... They won their group. I, you gotta give, I have to give credit for that. And, um, you know, Joey Peary might still think there's some bias towards, uh, you know, Liverpool. But, you know, he's getting the job done. And uh, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. He's in my top five. He did finish fifth last year. Uh, I don't know if he goes higher than this. But being fifth best in the league of uh, some, of, some pretty good FIFA players is not a bad place to be at. Number four, LAFC. You got to the final. You're going to get credit for that from me. You have a, you have Marcelo on that team. You know Ben Yedder just once again just showing out four goals uh, in one game was it's always going to be a magical thing. But getting to a final is really special. It's a really good treat. Like I said, if you guys listened to the previous pod, I was biased towards Edison here at the end. I genuinely thought like, hey, first time winner, we're gonna get it. I was rooting for him. He definitely earns this top four spot uh, as of right now. Switching into D1 last year probably was a learning experience. Just like Liverpool, I think they're, this is the highest that he'll get for the season. That's not to knock Edison. I just think the league season is very tough. And uh, I, I kind of expect teams like Kashima and Amerika to jump back in this top five uh, when they get the chance to reprove themselves in a few weeks. Or especially, actually, I should just say next month uh, when the league season starts. Number three is obviously Roman. Augsburg had a great run. They did have a scare against Spurs. Uh, I think Spurs exposed something there, and LAFC obviously figured it out. But Roman's had a great tournament run. I didn't expect him to beat, after struggling against Spurs, beat Liverpool with so much ease. But once again, we see Henrik Mkhitaryan be an influencer on what is probably one of the top three teams in the league. Roman, this is not the highest I think you'll get this year. You have the potential to be number one on this power rankings and number one in the league standings at the end of the year. But as for now, I guess we just have to wait and see. Number two is Lyon. Met Chelsea in the quarterfinals. Anybody who seemingly met Chelsea did not want to deal with him, except for you. It took, what, two overtimes to get for him to get through you. It took a Ronaldo hat trick. And Ronaldo beats Messi for the first time this year. You have two, at least two meetings left to face each other and a potential one in the FA Cup. Uh, but until then, this is all I have to work off of. But I do think that Lyon and Chelsea will get to know each other very well, and as they will be premier title rivals to each other. Douglas Costa and Messi obviously are the front runners for this team, and they will continue to be the reason why Lyon sits number two.
I do like with Roman expect Santi to possibly be number one at some points during the season. And we'll see who takes it out of these guys. Obviously, number one is Chris uh, and Chelsea winning the first title available of the season. Congrats once more. He totally missed my 21 Savage reference in the Instagram comments that I gave him or in the caption I had for him. Um, but that's okay. He's still the champion. He still won again. And uh, he's obviously hunting for the league title after missing out last year on one point. Ronaldo was obviously the player of the tournament. I'm going to put that vote up later on in the afternoon when, I, one, you know, when I'm finally going to sit down and relax instead of doing two podcasts <laughs> before it's even 2 o'clock. But I just figured, why not? It's a Monday. You guys probably don't want to be at work. This is your power rankings, 1 through 10. Let me recap real quick. Kashima at 10, Spurs at 9, Madrid at 8, America at 7, Wolves at 6, Liverpool 5, LAFC at 4, Augsburg 3, Lyon 2, and the super team, Chelsea at number 1. Once again, guys, this is the only barometer was the tournament. Uh, the tournament. And uh, the 7th VT Cup went to Chelsea. Congrats one more time. But don't be too sad if you're not on this list. If there's one person uh, in this league that is uh, going to change things, you guys should be glad that it's me because uh, I am always going to be willing to mix things up and make people upset and be debatable because it does make the league fun. And, uh, you know, most of the time you guys will see these power rankings probably every two weeks, maybe once a month in the future. Uh, or until something massive happens, maybe a big game or maybe in a, a month when I see the first, you know, six, eight to eight games from you guys and I feel like, oh, I can bring another one out, that's when I'll do it. But for now, these are the power rankings. These are the top ten teams in the league, in my opinion. It is definitely subject to change. I know some of you guys are going to catch some fire throughout the year. And D2 guys, don't worry. You guys are going to be involved once your season starts. Trust me. This is not even a, just a disclaimer. I am gladly going to involve the D2 guys because guess what? You guys right now are going to help the league in the future. When more people join, they're going to come through D2. And we have yet to have a success story from D2 to D1 to champion of any type of title. But I promise you this, and I, and I say this with so much hope, that I hope that one of you guys comes up and maybe not win the league, but wins an FA Cup, wins anything that they can. Preseason tournament, a top four finish. You know, Club America's done that. So, yes, we could celebrate that. But I want to see someone win a title. I thought we were going to get that last night. Unfortunately, we didn't. But once again, thank you guys for listening to the San Pedro FIFA League podcast. Episode 6, I don't know if it'll come on Wednesday. More than likely Friday. You guys should probably look out for that. I'll obviously have a post on it. I'll obviously post it in the gaming league. If I decide to not post this one later today and I post it on Wednesday, well, then all my apologi all apologies are for nothing. And I hope you guys enjoy it on uh, when I do release it. That being said, the power rankings are not an indication of you guys as gamers. I don't need to tell you guys that. You guys are grown, man. I look forward to what you guys do in the wars to come, so to speak. You guys have a good afternoon, and I'll see you guys, or you guys will hear from me next podcast. P.S. Just real quick. I know I'm not writing a letter. I just do the P.S. thing because... For some reason, I feel like I'm writing sometimes when I write the, uh, the script out for the podcast. Guys, if you have any feedback, of course, follow our, our San Pedro FIFA League Instagram. And obviously, DM me. DM me. Don't be afraid to DM me. Um, if you can't find that, the Instagram, just message me on Facebook for you managers. 
If you follow me on Instagram at George William Tello, you could DM me there. And if you're a fan of the Sampy Joe FIFA League and you already follow us, feel free to DM me, DM me as well. We always are okay with criticism because change is inevitable and we should always look to do better. And that's what I'm going to try and do here on this podcast. Obviously, it's not the most perfect podcast. I do stumble over words. Um, and I and listen, I know that's going to happen. But your guys' feedback, your guys' criticisms are all appreciated. Once again, have a great afternoon, guys. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.